Mac and Me is the name of the movie. And Sean... Is, isn't that Marley and Me? No, Mac and Me is a bad 80s E.T. ripoff that came out in 88. Um, I was reminded of it recently, but it does, doesn't matter. I was just trying to use the word Mac in a way that Sean could capitalize on to tell us about Mac World. Mac World. What went, is that? Is that it is a big warehouse full of accessories for iPhones? Or? Kind of. It's, well, it's not a warehouse. It's at the Moscone Center in San Francisco, which is like the super nice convention hall. Okay. okay. <clears throat> it's where GDC was. And um, like so I just found out about it last night. Apparently, it's been going on the last couple of days. Like it's a three-day event. Although I don't know how you could spend three days there, because here's the secret to MacWorld. Okay. MacWorld sucks. Oh no! But you were you were text, texting me about microphones being cheap. That sounds like it doesn't. That was the that one bad. interesting thing. It's like, oh, Blue, I know what this company is. I actually have something of theirs. Let me tell you what okay. the rest of the convention hall is filled with iPhone bullshit accessories that nobody ever needs. Like you can't be you surprised with like, a place called Macworld having bullshit iPhone accessories. Well, I, well hey, I thought there might be something kind of interesting. I am someone who's really excited and interested about cool apps on my phone, but those were not cool apps that they were talking about. They were talking about stuff like a th- attachment for your iPhone that allows it to have a thermal camera. You uh, you don't want that. You don't want spy tech. You don't want. To be I don't. Able to I would predators? love to know who does because I can't think of that person. Arnold you walk Schwarzenegger. Around at night and you, thermal vision. It's like your Splinter Cell, Sam Fisher, or something. Yeah, with an I get. Yeah, who's that person? Who, who, ne- who needs that? I don't know. I guess do they like? I was looking at one like the iRig keyboard. It's like you plug your keyboard into your iPhone and you can play piano. I don't have a piano. That seems again. Who that wants there? that? I. I kind of, I, I don't know. I want a keyboard, so it's, it's maybe that that would be a way to do it, right? That sounds like an that sounds like an awful idea. Here's, here's another attachment they had. Full on, yeah. like it's like all right, hey, I'm a news reporter, and then we have our big news cameras with boom mics, but no, instead mm-hmm. of a camera, it's an iPad, but we still have all these lenses and boom mics strapped to it. Strapping camera attachments onto an iPad, you mean? Like a and lens? like boom microphones and stuff. It seems a little weird, but yeah, I mean, no, that's the thing. That's that's basically everything I saw there was. To, to that seems fair, a little weird. iPads cheaper than like a professional video camera. Yeah, but it's also the dumbest thing. If you take photos with your iPad, you're silly. Well, like there, a lot of businesses do, like you can put a credit card reader on it and stuff. Like I imagine some stuff like that was there. Like, I don't think I saw any credit card readers, but yes, I see a ton of those. I've even seen a lot, like a lot of food trucks around here will do that with their phone, and they'll just hand you your phone to to swipe and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. It is being in- all right. Here's here's another one. Device, this one was but... called like like Big Grips or something like that. And here and okay. here's the thing. So it's for your iPad. It's like big foam border for it like it to, to make it really big because the ipad's too skinny yeah like there's if you're kind of for example like this one. is okay here's the use case for this if you're say a giant yeah literally and you're like man this ipad keeps sliding between my fingers because it's the size of my fingernail good mm. thing big grips exists so i can hold just cup it <laughs> a little more comfortably or is it for kids who are going to drop it or something like it's actually secretly just foaming 
protecting. I get, well, I maybe have. it's that. I guess that I didn't seems think a that lot one. more likely than giants. Giants. I just like well, you know, there's big and tall stores for clothing, so maybe it's just you know iPads for giants. They for need giants, to yeah. Figure this out. But no, I'm assuming it's like kids playing games on there all the time. Maybe it's that. I didn't actually think of that one. So coding. you can you can get make your iPad the ugliest looking thing for your kid. Yeah. Well. I guess it's better than having it shattered, but yeah. And then, like, everyone wanted you to take a look at their, like, iPad desk stand, or... So it almost sounds like this is, like, one of those as-seen-on-TV-style, like, just hall of weird oddities, but they're all Mac-centric. Right, but they're not even, like, super weird. They're just, like, well, I guess that's a use case, but who wants that? Like, is there one where you can like mount it on your fridge and have your grocery list or something? I think there was ones that had like su- suction cups on it, so you could put it on a wall or something. Stick it I guess somewhere it's like I want to watch this movie and then you just put it up on the wall. Uh, yeah, like or idea. oh, here was one. It was it was called like the hoodie or something. It literally looked like a tent for your iPad. What? Why? Okay, like a little mini tent to keep it out of the rain like a tent with one wall gone so i guess you can like watch a movie if you put your head in it Mm. that sounds yeah i don't know so how many hours did you spend at MacWorld? i I spent about i spent about an hour and a half just walking around there wasn't much so i saw everything about like two or three times i never really stopped for that long to look at something Mm -hmm. um and then I spent about half an hour like, man, in half an hour, there's going to be like a talk about like fitness peripherals and stuff. And I like fitness. So I waited like half an hour. I read like my Kindle and whatnot on my iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then okay. I was told, oh, you only have an expo pass. You can't see the talks. So I was like, all right. And then I left. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So people are intended, like, is your pass only for today then? You're saying people were not really normally they sell three-day passes but i think because i bought it on the final day or the day before the final day it was like 10 bucks as opposed to 30 because i would only be getting one day out of it but in retrospect that totally works out because you can't spend three days of this thing okay i don't know how you would be able to spend three days there i yeah i don't it's like a weird store that's only open for three days and everyone and a bunch of companies there want you to and it actually it, okay it had the con- the bad convention stuff of like hey we have free stuff but they're all just like tote bags so do you want a tote bag about our our you know our western digital competitor for like online storage no well we've got like five different options you can have a free tote bag and Ow. tons of people wanted that and it's just like the free stuff's not even like I'm not trying to be like why isn't there good free stuff? But it's just like mm-hmm. people were still like lining up and everyone was like carrying these around. And I'm like, why do you guys want these bags? What are you gonna do with these? Groceries later. Yeah, but who doesn't have grocery bags? Like, I mean, we have a bag. Are, are there reusable ones? Right. Yeah, they're reusable. But doesn't everyone have reusable bags now? Like, or is everyone just like, oh man, now I got a sweet like Dropbox competitor themed grocery bag? Yeah. No, I've somehow stumbled into like a dozen reusable bags by now. So, yeah, we're good. Yeah, like I have two. They work every week. Oh, they're still functional. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't need a new one. I could have today. I could have gotten some new ones if I needed to. 
I didn't. The one thing that was actually kind of interesting, however, it was only just like a video and then the product beside it, you couldn't like try it out or anything. And then a bunch of banners saying, hey, you know, check us, check out our Kickstarter or whatever was this thing called Ring where it's first off, it's a, it's a, like it's a ring you put on your finger, but it's it's really big. So you don't want to be seen wearing it because you'll look like an idiot. So that's already great. But apparently, if you if you like sync it to your phone and like make it certain tasks, you can like kind of write in the air, and that'll do stuff to your phone. Why? So like right. one of the video again, I don't know how well it works because all I saw was their like video, and that's like probably best case scenario. But it was stuff like guy in a car, and he writes like five minutes, and then swipes to the right, and it says message sent, mm. which you know that def- that definitely sounds cool. And there was also stuff like someone like kind of drew a light bulb in the air and their lamp turned on. So I guess if your lamp was Bluetooth connected to your phone, you could do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Man, just writing out five minutes takes a little longer than I Well, thought. he wrote five mins. Okay. I guess you'd have to start. But if you do think about it, because they were doing like, look, I'm going to write hello. And I'm like, yeah, but I could type that in a fraction of the time of you drawing hello in the world and like hoping it works. I guess it's just less distraction, and Maybe. also wearable technology is hot right now. So I guess this wasn't even good-looking wearable technology. I would not want to be okay. seen with this. With the giant ring, and it has like yeah, and it, ha- and it has to be on one that you're pointing. So you'd have to do your pointer, and now you're <laughs> now you're the coolest. Yeah. All right, so check it out on Kickstarter. Was there a lot of like that kind of like hey hashtag this check us out on Facebook? Um, you know, we'll give you. There this was definitely a lot of like hey, if you photo. like us, you'll get a free gift. Which was a bag, oh, yeah, or okay. something exactly. But the the annoying thing is that it had that convent because one of the things I hate at conventions is if I'm going around a booth, I kind of don't want the person at the booth to like approach me because maybe I just want to like read what like, you're don't make eye contact, don't look too interested. Yeah, in the otherwise thing. they're gonna come up and they're gonna start selling me their product, right? And this entire but right. here's the problem with MacWorld: every single booth they're trying to sell you a product. It's not even just like. So- because at PAX, they're just like, hey, we're at PAX. We're having a good time. Wah! No, this one, they're like, hey, are you interested in a tripod for your phone? And no, I'm not. Ever. <laughs> so, okay. so, ev- so every booth, I just had to kind of like, like kind of head down a bit and just, oh, that guy's already on his way towards me. I'm going to move away. Like uh, if, so- if, if a person like sees you like looking at their booth, they're already coming over to you with a pamphlet. It's like, no, I don't want to know about your fat grips. Leave me alone. Don't tell me about your new app. So Honestly, I felt because of Kickstarter, PAX got maybe a little bit worse for that because people can sell you a thing, which is back us on Kickstarter right now. So then yeah. there's a little bit of that, but yeah, that sounds Which worse. I understand that, but it's just I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I don't even know what this is yet. Like I want to look at it. I'll check it out. Like, if I want to talk to you, I'll go up and say, hey, tell me about your thing. But no, yeah. these, and I understand these people were probably hired and trained to be like, hey, you got to get Engage anyone you customer. can over to our booth. You got to get them in. Like, you know, just whatever you do, get their Twitter account, okay? Or you Open-ended know, questions, no closed questions. Like, yeah. that kind of, yeah, exactly. So, thumbs down on Macworld. Thumbs down on Macworld. Uh, however, it did give me an excuse to go to Target and buy a new pillow. So, that was awesome. Wait, how did those connect? Oh, you were out and about anyway? I was out and about, and Target's right beside the Moscone Center, so I was okay. able to grab a new pillow, which so that was So Target fantastic. was the best part of Macworld, is what you're saying. Target was the best part of my day. I, you know, I get you get a nice extra firm pillow, because that's how I like it. Okay. Pillows are pretty great. You heard it here first. Sean likes it extra firm. I like, like, g- give me a rock, and I'm happy. That's as firm that, as you can get. 
that's that's definitely extra firm. I'll give you that. Yeah, the firmer the better for my head. There you go. Video games. They're yeah. sold to Target. I brought up Sam Fisher a while ago. That's how you knew it was kind of foreshadowing that that was going to happen. Yep. Uh, Target, hey, Target sells video games, and we buy video games here at the Top Ten Perspective. I'm your host this week, John Wheeler, and I am joined as always by Nathan Rohr. Hey. And Sean Booker. And unlike John, I buy and play video games. I played video. I played more video games than you guys this week. Don't give me it's any true. shit. That's true. And some of them are new and relevant too. Not new games. That's crazy. Wow, some Nathan, of them aren't. fuck you too. Shots fired. No, it's specifically one on your list that is like brings a smile to my face, but it's like this is so weird. But okay, whatever. I'll we'll find out about that later. All right, well, since you're so uppity about it, Nathan, how about you tell us what you played this week? Uh, this week, <laughs> I played most of South Park, The Stick of Truth, I think. I saw your achievements the whole the whole week. I was tracking them. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, if you could sneakily tell me where you are in the game, I can tell you how much you got left, because I actually did beat South Park, The Stick of Truth. Okay, I just finished the abortion clinic, which was the worst. <laughs> I so bad. That. I love how you can say that, and it's not really that spoilery. That's yeah, I know. Fun. It's a location that you could go to earlier in the game, but there's later uh, stuff that needs to happen there. And oh my gosh, wow! Like some of the grossest <laughs> stuff I've ever had to do. Like I was actually thinking, like that there was outrage over the Grand Theft Auto like torture scene, but I've heard nothing about this. Is like really weird to me. You get think, away with I think anything. That was that like in out. an actual South Park episode. Which is probably, probably why some of that it. business, yeah. But wow, that yeah. game is full of so many references to the show. It's kind oh, of for sure. crazy. Yeah. Hey, can you enjoy it if you've never watched the show? Yes, but okay. I think it'll be a little bit trickier because, like, <coughs> most of the I'm willing to take on this like experiment. Things in the background, so <clears throat> like, th- yeah, there'll be some stuff where you're like in a character's room and you can kind of just look at their closet, and it's basically just a wall of references. But that will be like, this is useless moving on because there's yeah. no items to pick up or anything a lot of the so. major events you do in the game are actually like references to things that happen in the show okay like uh, key plot points and stuff. like i'm trying to think someone uh you haven't gotten to one of them yet but one of them is super obvious okay okay um taco bell i don't know i haven't like so where am i then in the plot line um Oh, it's day three. If you just March twenty ninth, have you gone to Canada yet? No, I saw that there was kind of top right corner of the map mentions Canada. So I hear that's an interesting part. If you haven't even been to Canada yet, then you are probably less than two thirds through the game. Oh wow! Okay, I was told like twelve hours, and I'm at like nine. But I've also been enjoying side content and stuff, so maybe that's where I'm making up the time. Yeah, you've you've probably got another two or three hours left, maybe. Depending okay. on how depending on how fast you play. I, I welcome it. I'm I'm having a decent time. I, I did run into the exact same glitch you did with like that tutorial hanging. Yeah. Like it what's, was just what system are you playing on? I'm playing on PC. Okay. So I ran I, I was surprised to like because it was just like the battle just kinda stopped and I could no longer select anybody and it was just kinda like I think I think this was supposed to move forward, so then I loaded and it worked but yeah that was like right at the beginning since then nothing's really gone wrong uh it kind of wasn't recognizing my gamepad one time mm-hmm. i booted it up but then i closed it and opened it again and it did um but i, I don't know it's a rpg there's a you know it's got the look of the show it's got all sorts of weird smaller references like some of the summons you can unlock and stuff i've only got two of those so far 
Um, Mr. Hanky, I just solved his problem with his kids. Wait, you've only got two of the four. At the point of the game you're at, you should have them all. Oh, okay, I screwed up. I don't know. We're, we're, should I go through my side did, quests more thoroughly? or? Yeah, you get them through side quests. So Okay. How many Facebook friends do you have by like the end of the game? Um, I believe the total to get like the achievement for having them all is 120. <laughs> but there's okay. a couple you can miss. I missed at least three. Okay, I'm around like... Oh, you can permanently miss them? It's just, like, yes, which is there. stupid. That's... I don't... I might have missed... There's one where you have to go in a specific room before you go, like, continue the plot uh, during oh. a school portion. Okay. Uh, did you did you meet Lemmy Winks? I don't think so. And then, so, yeah, you've, you've already missed one. He's gone for everything. Okay, well, I have around 50 or something, so... Yeah. I don't uh, know. Maybe I'm playing it leisurely. I, I'm just kind of enjoying it. Yeah, I ended, I ended with 117, so I was okay. three off. And there's okay. one at like near the very end of the game you can miss. That's you get like one shot at it. That's it. Hmm. Okay, uh, it's it's pretty funny. It kind of got me to watch the episodes that lead up to it in the past season, like the kind of game. Oh yeah, I forgot they did that. Yeah, like Cartman as a wizard and all that stuff is kind of in the show, and then it like leads like it ends with them picking up a stick, and then it's like, hey, it's a South Park video game. So it's kind of like okay. Just right into the video game. That's kind of cool. Um, and Princess Kenny and all that stuff. So, Or as they keep saying, Princess Kenny. Kenny. Everyone, uh, everyone says it like Kenny. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I liked it. Did you, Have you been enjoying it so far, basically? Uh, yeah. My only kind of... Uh, Brittany intends to play it, so it's almost like one of those TV show things where it's like, I can't watch this <coughs> like ahead of her or whatever. It's kind of this like, oh... I don't want to spoil the game for you, so I won't play it. So that's probably one of the reasons I haven't finished it, but that's fine. Like, I just, I'll, I just play it kind of on days off when no one else is around. No, um, fair enough. To kind of get, yeah, get some time in. Um, most of that was in one big session. Like, I played it for, like, four or five hours um, and really dug it. So, yeah, it's uh, doing its job pretty well. Um, yeah. Oh, right, Towerfall. I also played more of that. Nice. Um only new thing to kind of add this week is they kind of the way they kind of reveal new stages and new characters and stuff is awesome like it's just kind of like you're just playing a match and then something super weird will happen and you're like what's going on and then it's like new characters here you gotta fight them to unlock them or whatever or like some crazy event happens where a new, new challenger just, approaching yeah it's kind of that kind of I don't know what I did but there is a new thing for me to get so oh you've been playing cool. for 99 hours that's why Mewtwo's here or yeah, you've yep. just crossed a hundred matches or something, so now there's a new uh, thing to look for. So yeah, it's it's been kind of like it's just fun to play the core game of it, like randomize the uh, like uh, kind of you kind of change what items show up and some different power ups and like death on uh, dodging and stuff like that. You kind of tweak out the game. Um, so we're just kind of hitting randomize and then jumping in and seeing some very different stuff. And yeah, I don't know. That game is very fun. I've still only played it really primarily two-player, but uh, even then, it's uh, it's a pretty cool game. Uh, the thing I started playing this week that kind of ended up being like the lion's share of my gaming time was uh, you guys ever heard uh, <coughs> Chrono Trigger? Have you ever? Yep, it's my one of my favorite Super Nintendo RPGs. Oh, cool. Um. <laughs> I've, I've played it before, like, the PlayStation port years and years ago. Mm -hmm. Since that time, I have apparently forgotten, like, everything 
about that game because like I'm playing it again. It's just like I remember there's like a robot and frog, and at some point there's like frog this is the man. Fr- Frog's pretty awesome. Uh, I've been doing a lot of frog centric stuff lately. Um, Frog's the theme game. is my favorite song, and then he cuts open that like mountain. Oh, so I good. Think my favorite song is like this weird, sad variation on like the main theme that plays over like uh, the Middle Ages section. It's just like haunting. It's weird. It, it's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I've played like nine hours of that. I'm also... What are you like, playing it on? I'm playing it on DS. Okay, that's the All one right, I have. It, yeah, that's the definitive version. It, it, yeah, like I've been I've been playing it kind of alongside watching the Giant Bomb Endurance run of it, which I okay. had never really seen before. Is that so. just bumming you out because Ryan Davis? Uh, it's kind of... To, to, yeah, it's kind of a double-edged thing of just like, this is a big piece of Giant Bomb Ryan Davis content I never saw before, so I get to see it now. But it is kind of a bummer that, yeah brings up a lot of memories of that time and whatever but it's kind of cool because they're playing the snes version or they played the snes version so i'm mm-hmm. seeing like all the kind of translation differences and like little things that have changed over the years like just enemy names and stuff so yeah there's definitely more like i don't know if it's like they had to change it or whatever in the ds one or if it's just more accurate but there's more descriptive kind of text of just like what you should do is a little yeah clearer. they they gave you a little bit better translation basically yeah it's uh, much appreciated, I guess. Cause, but then, I guess if I also get like totally stuck, I can just watch ahead a little bit on the endurance round and be like, "Oh, I have to go back to the Middle Ages via the carnival." I didn't know that was a thing. I thought it would just be in the kind of central hub area. So I, I don't know. In terms of where I am in that game, like I just beat Magus for the first time. Kind of. So that would be the first third of the game. Cool. Okay, that seems about right. Um, it's like. I have the vaguest memories of some of the stuff that I played before. Like, I, at some point, there is a point where Magus can become the main character, right? Well, he, he becomes a playable character, yeah. But, like, Chrono weaves? Isn't that a thing that can happen? Uh, whatever. If I tell you that, it's a spoiler, so... Okay. It's just, I, I remember that happening, but I don't know what I did or... Uh, whatever. Um, yeah, that game's great. I don't know. It's, uh, like, kind of doing this very gradual like slope up thing where you're just the next thing you find is always slightly better than the thing you just had and all that kind of stuff of just like this is super like this is just how this goes but um yeah finding treasure chests fighting dudes magic i had to grind a little bit maybe to fight magus properly and go back and buy a bunch of potions because yeah, i was just not enough stuff so you're just on an rpg kick right now kind of yeah maybe like south park kind of <laughs> kicked off a bit of an rpg kick and since i can't play that all the time I am also juggling it with Chrono Trigger, which, uh, yeah, that that is a you know well-regarded game. And Who, who's your main play. team you're rolling with? Um, I did have uh, Robo kind of as part of my core lineup for a while, but I switched him out for uh, Luca. Okay. Uh, recently, just because her fire attack is pretty awesome, and that helped me out in that Magus battle. And Frog was part of the whole Magus story, so he had to be in my crew, but. He's also a cool dude. He learned heal recently, which heals all of us, which is great. Nice. Um, yeah, the whole text and triple text and double text and all that stuff. Dual text. Anyway. Yep. <coughs> yeah, cool game. Can you kind of elect to fight Lavos whenever you want? Like, yeah, but you've hit. got to be pretty strong to fight Lavos. Okay, so not even worth doing that. No, if you went to fight Lavos right now, uh, you what level are you roughly? Uh, 27, 28. You'd get wrecked. Okay. Okay. 
fair enough. I mean, it's the end boss and all that, but uh, yeah. Basically, um, if this is your first playthrough and not a new game plus, don't bother fighting Lavos until like there's really nothing else left to do. Okay. I guess does it let you roll through it new game plus like you get to keep stuff and keep yes okay it's it's keep not all just... your equipment all your levels all your skills okay and then there's all like is the big branch point with all the different endings near the end of the game or is it like no there's already choices I've made pretty that... much every like major plot point where like something changes up there's a branch you can take to just end the game at that point okay and it'll change the ending like there's about twelve endings but like. Only two of them actually happen, like at the end, and will like slightly dictate things. And even then, it's like really small things. Okay. Huh. I guess I'll I'll see. I'm I'm definitely still enjoying it, so uh, gonna keep rolling on that all the way through, probably. Oh, um, but yeah, that's it for games this week. Pretty much, I I'm still playing threes, but it's not. I'm not breaking through that crust into the next level of points. So it's kind of just disappointing. Yeah. But, all right yeah. sean you've been quiet for a bit what have you been playing i'm uh i'm still going through professor layton mm-hmm. i think i now, roughly? i'm i don't really think i like this one oh, and the no. main the main thing is it there isn't really a mystery going on and that's the big thing with professor layton games there's always like one like major mystery and you're slowly unveiling different aspects about it and you even get the whole like mystery screen and it's all these like subplots going on within the main mystery right Mm-hmm. this one seems more of just like you're kind of just on an adventure and you need to collect these things and there isn't really a mystery so ah. it's so like it's not as engaging i'd say so i'm not like as invested because there's no big like what's the answer i need to know it's more just like i have to go collect this thing and then i have to collect this other thing and then i have to collect this other thing and there's a big kind of question of like what am i going to get at the end of this but there's no just like weird occurrence going on so I'm just not as invested as I normally am with the Professor Layton games, but did they like change up the writing staff in recent years or something? It just sounds like they've kind of fallen off a bit. Level Level Five, I mean, has been like splitting up between more and more projects each time, so I could see like some of the main staff not being on the Layton games. It's also their sixth one, so I could understand it not being as like incredible as the first couple. Right, it's like the new MacGuffin just isn't as interesting, but yeah. Um, so, so not much else to say about that so far. I'm still checking through. I've also been playing a bit of a uh, Donkey Kong uh, Country Tropical Freeze. Nice. Where are you in that game? Uh, I think it's the third world. It's like the uh, it's like the jungle, like uh, the African, like the safari world. Mm-hmm. That's where I am. Um, have you been getting? Have you been playing the K stages or getting any of the X secret levels? No. How do you get those? <laughs> To get the K stages, you have to get Kong in every stage. And okay. to get the secret That's levels, which are like happen. level A and level B, you just need to find the secret exits and stages. Okay, yeah. So I don't think I've found any secret exits. Like, this game is difficult. <laughs> I've just been just playing, beating this level, and like, all right, well, I didn't get that one. I'm going to keep going. But I will say, I love the level designs in this game. Like, the in, specifically the second world, like, mountain-themed, and there's like you know german beer steins or whatever just all over the place and whatnot i i love the way they set them up and like you're, you're slowly like climbing the mountain and there's 
I, I, would have to, I can't think of something specific, but just the way they set up every stage and how you'll, like, fly around the area and whatnot, it's just super fun and delightful. Like, this is almost like a, like a Mario 3D world, Mario Galaxy le- level of, like, I'm, these stages are unique and exciting and whatnot. Uh, so I'm having a ton of fun with that at the moment. Um, and I've just been playing it on the uh, the, the gamepad, just, mm-hmm. you know, like in bed or whatever, or while I'm at my desk. Um, and yeah, and it's a great looking game, that's for sure. Uh, John, have you played any of it? Uh, yeah, I've beaten the first world. Who's Okay, so the second world, that's the mountain one, which I really yeah. like. But mm-hmm. um, who's your favorite, like, buddy to help you out? Um... Right now, I'm leaning towards Dixie, but Cranky seems to be pretty awesome. I watched some of the uh, stage speed runs you can do for the medals, and Cranky like just helps you keep your momentum and crazy go through a stage crazy fast. I'm not a huge Cranky fan just because he's just more difficult to use than the other ones because he mm. requires an extra button tap, so there's just more timing involved with him. But I could definitely see the momentum keeping up. I I usually use Diddy when I have the choice. Mm-hmm. Um. I have not seen any silhouette stages, so that must be like those A stages and whatnot. Yeah, you. Uh, one of the side stages is a silhouette stage. Yeah, so I haven't even seen a single one yet, which that's a huge bummer. Yeah, I like there's all the one right in World stages. 1. Sorry? There's one right in World 1. Okay, yeah. Like I said, I haven't done any of the side stages, so I should probably go back and really try and get those. But um, the minecart stages are super fun, and specifically like... Uh, it's either in the second world or the third world, but there's just like planes crashing into the area while you're minecarting around. So things are falling apart, things are blowing up. It's really great. There's tons of fun. Riding around on the rhino is always good. Um, quite enjoying it. I haven't played as much as I'd like to because I'm trying to get Layton done first, but uh, that's definitely like the next game I'll dive right into. And then the last thing, I didn't quite play it, but I thought it's met- worth mentioning. I watched Free to Play this week. Okay, which the is Dota the Dota documentary, the Dota Two documentary. How um, how did you feel about that? Have you seen it? I haven't, but uh, I'm curious about it. I guess right. So I know I don't know anything about Dota Two. Let me preface it with that. Okay, uh, I I enjoyed it for the most part. Like it's kind of like an indie game, the movie, thematically similar at, in terms of just like it's not so much about the games as it is about the people behind the games. Mm-hmm. and kind of what their struggles are and whatnot. And it's all about the first international tournament, so like three years ago or whatever it was. Okay. Um, and just like the main, like the top teams that came to that, and they kind of focus on one person per team and like why they're so into Dota, you know, what they've had to give up to become like a professional gamer from their country and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the most part, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, and like... So like again, I don't I don't know anything about Dota. I didn't know anything about before this, but they set up the international so that the two teams were like sitting right in front of each other playing, just in like two glass cases, so like they can see each other. That's insane. That's so like whenever they'd get a kill, like one of them would just like jump up and would could just like taunt them like right to their face. Oh, okay. Like so a lot of trash talking and. Well, they couldn't hear them. Because yeah. like, I think they were in, because you know they're in little like booths, but they're yeah. like maybe three meters right in front of their opponent, right there, you know, with like you know two computers in between them. But mm-hmm. yeah, that just it seems tense, and um, it you know that that the movie is 
free everywhere. You can get it's on Steam. I just watched it on YouTube. Um, so I would probably recommend it. It's I think it's under an hour and a half. Yeah, and it it's like it, seventy five minutes. And the there's actually a ton of they put a bunch of animation in it as well because they have some game footage because mm-hmm. that stuff's all captured, right? Um, but then what they'll do is like when like a hit or like something important's happening, they'll like zoom in on the game footage and actually animate like what's happening from like impossible camera angles and whatnot. Okay. Which was kind of odd to see. And that was definitely different, but it looks fine for the most part. Um, so it's still compelling despite having no real like knowledge or interest in the core game that's centered around. Like it's right. Yeah. I knew nothing about it. I learned a little bit about it. Like, for the most part, they'll just kind of catch you up on like, hey, you know, there's these two, there's like an end point on each side. The other team is trying to destroy that to win the game and stuff. Okay. You know, so they that... Give you th- enough of the basics. They give you about enough, and then you're kind of noticing like, oh man, obviously this guy doesn't want to get killed. Oh, he just got killed. That's that's a bad thing. So like, okay. they, they teach you enough about it, for sure. So did it leave you going like, man, I gotta play some Dota 2? Or was it just like, oh, interesting. That's it was more of just like, oh, interesting. Game. That's an aspect of video games I had knew nothing about, and there we go. Okay. Um, okay. So I might recommend it if you have, you know, like you know, two two hours to kill or whatever. And you want to sure. watch it? I, mean, I enjoyed that Smash Brothers thing, and that was like four hours or something. So. Right. I haven't seen that one, um, but like I said, if you like indie game the movie, I think you'll enjoy this. Okay. Cool. That's just, it's on, you're right, it's on YouTube. It's also, you can get an HD version on Steam for free. So, I'm thinking about that. But then I'm assuming you'll have to, like, download it, right? Yeah, you do, yeah. And, like, who wants to wait for that? Like, the one I watched on YouTube was pretty, like, I thought the the resolution was pretty good, so. Okay. Cool, cool. That's, uh, those were my experiences this week. Nice. Well, I... So you played a bunch. Yeah, I knocked out Bravely Default finally. Finally finished that. Right. We did a spoiler cast last night, which I'll be putting up at some point this weekend. Yeah, so you'll see you'll, you'll see a link to that spoiler cast. It's already on our YouTube, so we talked about yep. the game for about an hour. Yep. Uh, heavily spoiled the game. Uh, was it a moment of triumph at the end, or was it kind of just like, oh, finally? I was kind of glad <laughs> the game was finally yeah. done. Uh, yeah he was but like that's how you want it like a game peters out and wears you out over the course of it no you don't want that you want it to be yeah i did i know oh okay games need to end better but that's a shame yeah i think the general consensus we came to last night was had the game been like a quarter shorter than it was then it probably would have been like a five star full-blown recommendation Mm. as it stands it's more of like a three to four like i still think it's a good game it just overstays its welcome in those final two chapters how how long like a total playtime? Like if you cut out that quarter, would it still be a totally sizable like thirty plus hour? Experience? Oh, easily, easily. Yeah, easily. Like okay. in mind, like, John was even... also insane and did everything. I didn't. And if you cut yeah. out that quarter, like that quarter only adds about maybe five hours or so. But it's just you're doing like the same thing, so it's like the worst five hours of your life. Oh, that's that's a, that's just like sounds like a bad pacing issue yeah that's the whole problem that's the biggest problem we talked about it at a time we don't need to talk about it yeah okay okay i don't know i still recommend the game but just be warned about the ending and don't do all either all the side quests at the last two chapters or don't play on hard these are all lessons i learned (laughs) okay had that been the case my playthrough would have been at least i think 30 hours shorter Mm. 
I guess, I mean, it just, it's still pretty fresh and everything. Any, is there any kind of rumblings as to what this team is working on now? Or they They're working on the sequel. There's a teaser second. for the sequel at the end of the game. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully lessons will be learned and it'll be a much more tight and awesome experience next time around. I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't know. I, I have hope for Bravely Second. I will definitely play Bravely Second if it comes out over here. And supposedly we're going to get it if uh, Bravely Default sells well over here. So I thought, it, I thought it was doing pretty well based on those numbers mm-hmm. we got last week in the email, but I don't know. Yeah, no, it seems to be doing all right. So there's, there's high odds we're going to get Bravely Second. Okay. Just don't know when the game actually comes out. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I, uh, I finished up South Park Stick of Truth. Beginning to end, like just pretty much yeah well i mean i had started playing it the other day or last podcast i believe but like you kind of will just pass the tutorial and stuff right like, oh you, yeah you I, I was i was early in now now i finished it like the game is done okay oh. uh i will tell you this you will not expect the final couple of bosses they they came out of left field okay i'll, I'll actually pretty much the entire like final dungeon area i'll air quote that had yeah. a lot like a lot of really unexpected locations and bosses. so john did you enjoy it I really enjoyed it. It was really fun. Cool. I hadn't watched South Park in a while, but there was a lot of references I still recognized and like got while playing the game. Did this have the effect on you of making you want to go watch South Park and like catch up again? Kind of. Okay. At least for some of the episodes. Like yeah, I hadn't watched any episodes in quite a while, and this this kind of got me to be like, yeah, what happened last season? Oh, there's Game of Thrones parody. All right, let's watch that. Oh man, this this show is still pretty great. So okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, highly recommend it. I'm, I might at some point go through it again because it, it, you, if you know what to expect, you can jam through that pretty fast. Mm-hmm. But and try it a different class. Like, uh, I don't think you have and to try all, all four classes. Friends. Yeah, you don't have to try all four classes to get all the achievements. But I think there's like one or two classes in particular you need for achievements. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing thief. I guess I hadn't really considered how my abilities are all centered around. The this. only, the only one I can think of right now is Jew. That's the only one that specifically has an achievement tied to it okay there, yep other than that wanna, yeah okay i played yoshi's new island hey i have that game fuck that game what <laughs> oh. i thought there was a bit of a negative tone in that statement but what's wrong with yoshi's new island it's got a big egg it's rolling over stuff it's not good wow. just one quick thing i'd like to point out if nintendo puts new in the title of their games it's usually not a good game. It was like one time it worked. The first DS what, the first time it worked, and then and it's I, never I worked thought since. the Wii U version <clears throat> of Nizer My Brothers Wii U was pr- good, but like Luigi was eh. It was only good <clears throat> single player, and then like all the other ones are also eh. This one is if we're gonna say like a rating of like the new games, if we're gonna count this in the like best or worst new games, this is easily the worst of the new games. Jeez, I guess I'm just looking at what else the developer. Our zest did, and it's like time travelers, street pass, me plaza, and we play motion. So nothing that would really lead me to think they're awesome at platform game. Yeah, play. but here's the weird thing: like it's it's made by the company is a bunch of people who worked on like the Panzer Dragoon games. I think the art director for Sonic the Hedgehog is in there. Okay, okay, the original one like that. So like, there's a couple guys with good pedigree, but this game is there's, there's weird. Like a Yoshi sled. I saw it in the TV commercial. There's that... this thing has a TV commercial. Oh my god! It does. I've been seeing it all around. It's weird. It, 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 there's a Yoshi's New Island themed 3DS XL. Yep, that was part of this ad too. There was people playing it at like a ski 
ski resort or something. I don't know. They're having fun. All right. I'll ask you guys both this. Did you play the original? Like either on the GBA or like the I, digital? I, I played the GBA port and I, I wasn't huge into it. I have only played the DS one. Okay. The, the DS one is like not as good as the original, but is, a, is way better than this. What's wrong? Like what happened? <laughs> okay. All the stages are like ridiculously simple except for the secret stages which are like rom hack difficult <laughs> okay so here here's if if uh, like i'm on chapter six now i'm almost on the game i've got nine there's only stages six left worlds yeah six worlds the same as unless there's a hidden seventh one doesn't look like I, it. i don't believe there is mm-hmm. the difficulty of the normal stages ranks anywhere from one to four the difficulty of the special stages ranks from nine to ten so there's just a giant gulf of difficulty in there. Like, no six through nine levels exist. How does this no. stack uh, compared to, like, a Kirby difficulty? I was going to ask like, kind of about Epic. Or, like, a, a legendary Starfy difficulty. I don't have Starfy to use as a comparison. Okay. But it's Kirby, easier than I, Kirby. Kirby uh, <laughs> yeah, it's easier than Kirby until you get to the secret stages. Then it's just like, what is what is happening? Okay. Okay. Because like I knew Kirby Epic Yarn was supposed to be really easy, but people still love that game because it's just charming and like none of that the... just seems like you're like so used to this easy breezy game, and then you get to this horrible stage, and then the game like slaps you or something. Or just like that's, this tiny that's yarn pretty much it. Pulls out that's shit pretty much or something. what it is. You're just like, what? Just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like like here. Like seriously, like I beat a boss. Like the bosses are like hilariously easy, and then suddenly it's like, all right, here's a stage where you have to bullet bill jump all the way up a mountain, and the only platforms that you can rest on disappear once you jump off them. All right, this that stage, like stage five special, took me an hour and a half to finish last night. Man, they're like Yoshi. He has to climb up this mountain. He's got a baby on his back. Like this can't be a worse scenario. It's like a perfect storm. These are nightmare like, levels that yeah, yeah I don't know. It was just so weird. Like the are they is it I, like I a fun difficult or is it just like like is like, like the, is there the anything good couple, about this? The first couple were like fun difficult, where like we're a bit obnoxious to hundred percent, and then uh, like the past couple, like the Poochie stage and uh, that one I just described, are just like this is not fun. This is not fun. Why am I doing this? So. Just sticking to the core easy levels, like, is that just the opposite end of just, like, this is mind-numbingly boring, like, I barely want to walk to the right to see stuff? Kinda. Like, I I have to go back and play the original Yoshi Island to, like, remember some things, but the way they hide, like, the stars and the flowers and everything feels different than uh, what I remember. Okay. Like, Like, more obscure or more obvious? Yeah, like, you will have to be like, okay, I've got to jump around in this specific location to see if there's a hidden item block that appears that holds the one star I'm missing. Uh. Or I'll go through a stage and be like, all right, I need, I only have 25 stars. Where's the last five stars? Like, they only give you exactly enough stars to beat a number of the stages, 100%. Mm. The one, they did a couple good things. One thing is you don't have to, like, 100% a stage in your first go. You can do, like, oh, I got maximum stars and I got maximum red coins or maximum flowers. Okay. But, like, it's like there's, like, small tweaks that are really good. And then there's, like, some other tweaks that are just stupid. Um, you know the roulette at the end of the at a, end of a stage? Ah, uh, yeah. No. Vaguely. You know how they, they'd usually make you go to a bonus minigame? Nope. I'm trying well, to maybe think. Like, is maybe they don't do that like in DS. Mario Bros. 2 style, like, slot machine or... Kind of. They'll be like, oh, you do this, you have a chance to win one-ups and items. Okay, yeah. Is it, is it like is it like Super Mario Land 2, where you play the claw game? 
or Super Mario Land That's one, a- where it's like the ladder is moving and you're on the left. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> And that's more like, that's more akin to what you can do. Just like yeah, okay. Sidebar: Super Mario Land series is yeah. like baller. They're pretty great. Like, it's so good. Yeah. Like there's one stage where you go to the moon in the second one. It's really weird. Oh, that, that you totally do. Gravity is super strange in that stage. Okay, but... Mario is the final boss. Yep. <laughs> but now we're talking about better <laughs> Nintendo games. It's yeah, like... you are really talking about much better. Nintendo Isn't Super games. Mario Land three like just Wario? Land. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's called Wario Land, Super Mario Land Three, and then they created the Wario Land series and stopped okay. the Land series. Yeah, right. But okay, so does the art style and music charm in any way? Oh my or? god. Um. Okay, so the art style is basically Yoshi's story art. Okay. Which, if you like that, then it's good. I I was never really a big fan of Yoshi's or Yoshi's story. story. A lot of people weren't. So that's fair. So yeah, like the art style's yeah. But the music, oh my god. It's disgustingly awful. Chalkboard, scratchy, bad? Disgustingly awful. Like repetitive and... Here, let me... I'm going to play you. I have it in my hand right now. Okay. I'm going to reload the game and I'm going to play you... I'm going to play the opening theme song to this game. All right. I just want you to hear what they think is a good idea for the opening theme song for Yoshi's New Island. YouTube's going to be like taking it down. Yeah. Of course, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Just give it a second to load up here cuz I was in, I was on the stage select. Okay. I don't know what to expect like Okay. That doesn't sound that bad. Like Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what oh, is no! this? I told you. Uh-huh. Are those Yoshi's singing or something? Uh-huh. And this goes on for okay. a while. Okay, so you can turn that. You can stop that. Just those high squeaky what? sounds. Are those supposed to be Yoshi's? Like, I think they're like clown horns. Like that started out okay. I was like, all right, yeah, we got it's some got this drums. tribal beat or whatever. That's fine. And, and then, then <laughs> sharp, sharp turn into just squeaky. Okay. Yeah. And like, just and I, a huge chunk of the songs in the game are either like super mellow and boring, like more mellow than Kirby's Epic Yarn, which is impressive in its own right. Yeah, that game is is like mellow incarnate, like. Yeah, but like good mellow, like chilling out, just kind of like yeah, just this looks nice and colorful and yeah, good like right that, now. like you're laying in bed playing yeah, you got basically a, warm a bed. Quilt, you know, that, yeah, that it, yeah, that game is a blanket. Yeah, Whereas yeah, this but like the music like... in this one can be like either put you to sleep or drive you nuts with those weird like squeaky toy kazoo <laughs> mixes. <laughs> squeaky toy uh, kazoo. Great. That's all right. It, I mean, it's definitely gotten a pretty negative critical reception so far. I just, I don't know. I wasn't sure why, because I'm just like, okay, it looks like a Nintendo thing, jumping and coins and all that. But well, I can't wait to finish DK and dive right into that. You made a better choice playing DK. I'm just gonna tell you that now. Okay. Nintendo platformer yeah. of choice for uh... this week. There's like the few. There's a couple good songs in there. Uh, there's like remixes of the old songs. They're all with those weird squeaky toy sounds. Mm-hmm. And so just bad remixes. Yeah, they're bad. You guys remixes. remember that one song? Or, one or two were really good. Liked. One or two were good, we but the majority bad. Yeah. Uh, that stupid obnoxious. Oh, you died three times in a game. Here, have amazing power up to beat the stage. Wait, it only what takes three saying? times because in Mario, yeah, it only it takes, takes like three times. I, I screwed up in the stage three times, and it's like, here, I'm gonna throw an item at your face, grab it, and use it. I'm like, no, I don't want this. Go away. It oh. like actively <laughs> threw it at me. I had to dodge it. <laughs> Weird. It's like, no, we're trying to help. It's like, 
Okay. And then, of course, the special stages don't have that. <laughs> That's the best part. The special stages where you would actually need them don't. So. Brutal. But, like, it's it's weird because, like, the main game, the main stage is so, like, pathetically easy. I have, like, 380 lives. But the only time I actually use them is when I'm on the special stages. Which you can also pause and just restart the stage anyways and not lose a life. So... So lives are a little superfluous then. But... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's just... also there's hitbox issues where like you hit an enemy but it doesn't count right. I've had my I've fallen through platforms that I'm not supposed to. I've had items fall through platforms I'm not supposed to. I've Whoa, had because like falling through platforms in a platformer has to be the worst thing. I've had I you know how you're supposed to get 100 by finding all the coins and everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've had items not appear in stages. So it's like there is no hundredth coin. So, yeah. I, oh. so Maybe that's the secret difficulty in this game's actually incredible. No. No, <laughs> fuck this game. I I am usually pro Nintendo. I don't want the people who made this game to make another game. Oh man. Oh, whoa. Ours is so, right. getting called out. I all right. yeah, I put that highly, on the back of the box. Pack it I up. highly recommend not buying this game. The Yoshi's Island's coming out on the Wii U in like a week or two. Get that instead. Find the NES, the Super Nintendo one. Play anything but this one. Okay. Please. Yoshi's Story on N64, you know, worth another look in comparison to Yoshi's New Island. Maybe. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it worth it if you, if you re kind of contextualize the purchase by realizing that if you buy it, that's like a hundred coins on on club nintendo <laughs> and it's only original 50. just yoshi is only 200 coins and then you can have that on your wii u Ooh, you're right. right that's half of <laughs> yoshi. nintendo you're almost the there you, yeah you'd, it would be cheaper to just buy it for like five or ten dollars okay. i'm just saying but then you'd only have one yoshi this is two yoshis all right, how about this? I just I looked even further. You don't have to get Yoshi. For an extra 50 coins, you can get Bonsai Barber. You know what? Sold. Either, like that, for, sold. for either your Wii or Wii U. So that's you got that's choices. All right. I have one more. Like I know you're not a fan of the 3D do you conceive it being cool looking at all in this game? I I don't even know if this I haven't even tried. There okay. you go, it's a squeaky toy again. Because, like, I mean, you know, 3D Land and stuff actually makes cool use of it. Like, maybe it's like, hey. Yeah, Nintendo knows where it's at. Multiple, multiple scrolling, crazy colors. Like, maybe it's got a little charm to it. I, I don't know. Or maybe it's just... Oh, do, you want to talk, do you want to talk about your other two games? Challenge Hang stages. on, I, there's one last thing I forgot. I just, when I loaded the game up, I just forgot about it. Okay. Uh, You know how the roulette at the end, you know how it would lead you... We got cut off during this. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. roulette, The roulette at the end, usually in the original games, if you got the flower on the roulette, you would go to a bonus mini game, win all these items that you can use to help you through the stages. Okay. Uh, First off, the items are no longer in the game. The What do you mean? Like, the items are no longer... So, so in the original Yoshi's Island, there were items you could use that would give you, like, bonus stars so you wouldn't have to go hunting around to get 100%. Oh, okay. Uh, you could get, like, watermelon seeds so you could have a weapon. You could get extra eggs. You could have an item that would turn anywhere, everyone, everyone into stars. Just You would have an item that would help you find all the red coins, stuff like that. Okay, okay. Those don't exist in this game. Okay. Uh, the red coins, you cannot tell them apart anymore. They look all the same. Uh, and instead on the roulette... What you do is if you win the roulette, you get what's called medals. Okay. And you get the amount of medals for however many uh, flowers you found in the stage. 
and you need to collect 30 per world to unlock a bonus minigame for lives. Oh. Uh, and <laughs> it is entirely possible that you will go through each world and never have enough medals for it. So you, if you want to unlock those minigames, you have to grind stages to win the roulette. Is that what you've been doing, and that's why you have hundreds of lives? Or uh, That has helped me have a couple extra lives, but okay. yeah. Okay, one more question, because this game is just making me sad. Um, if I'm just wanting to finish the game, how long is it going to take me? Like, I don't want 100% it, because I'm not a crazy person. I just want to uh, play the levels and, and get to the credits. I'm actually curious how long I've been playing this now. I'm going to double-check that. But like if you were just jamming games. through the stages, didn't care about 100%, and didn't want to unlock like the secret stages and that, uh, you would probably knock this out in, like... I, I kind of want to say six hours, but I think that might be okay. a little... Generous? Yeah, yeah, that's actually probably... that. No, I think people are already speedrunning it under that. So okay. it's, it's probably possible. So... Longer than Yoshi's Story. It's got that going yes. for it. So. Yoshi's Story was built around replayability. I wouldn't say this is built around replayability. Like, this is longer than Metal Gear Ground Zeroes. <laughs> the Ooh, core mission, that's also true. technically speaking, there's more to that game. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've technically played for 14 hours, and that's in the final world after 100%ing everything. And keep in mind, an hour and a half of that alone was one stage. Alright. And there's one last thing I forgot to mention again. The, the right. Sorry, there's just so much about this fucking game that upsets me. Uh, right, right. You know how there's the vehicle transformation uh, in the old games? No. You would, you would, okay, so in, in, there were certain areas you could transform into a vehicle and you do like a little mini thing for like getting around the stage or getting items or something like that. Okay. They're now predetermined areas and they all use gyro controls. Wow. Yeah. Did, so, okay. So like you saw that sled you were talking about. You oh, have to tilt man. the game to the system to move the sled. Oh, yeah, that it, that did seem to be implied in what they were doing, but they were having fun in the commercial. So. Now well, I'm super curious if if how the 3D is because in um in Mario in the recent Mario and Luigi game, they during the gyro stuff, they turned the 3D off. Like they just they were like self they knew that that doesn't work. And I'm curious if they did that again. So, <clears throat> I'll have to take a look. I don't know. I'm seeing in the chat by comment starter, John, the items were not in the DS Yoshi's Island either. And same with the red coins. It's not the first game where you can't tell the difference. Okay, so okay. fair enough on that. So this was a but, mistake made So it seems ago. I'm going to be going at this game with a way different perspective than you. Yes. Yeah, I, I kind of have a troll for this game. I'm Once I'm done it, like I'm shelving it and probably only going to play it if it comes up in a stream. Mm. Sad state <laughs> right. of affairs. But hey... Faxanadu. You got two more games on this list. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, Faxanadu is so, one of my favorite words to say. What is that, though? Uh, it is a action-adventure game by Hudson Soft. Okay. You okay. are an elf who, are, who is fighting all these dwarves that have been transformed by a meteorite. That's what usually, yeah. So you're trying to save... Well, wait, the, what were they transformed into? Monsters, dragons, stuff like that. Most mostly dragons, actually. Okay. Oh man, so like they were dwarves, like dwarves is a step up from what they currently are. That's a rough life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dragons. Uh, it's an it's an interesting game, but it's got some like it's you can very cl- tell it's clearly dated, because once you die, you lose all your experience points and money. Wow. So it's a roguelike. Kind sort of. of. What you do is you get enough experience to get a new title, and then you go to a priest, talk to the priest, and he'll say, "Okay, now your rank is like aspirant or like warrior or like." Okay, superhero. so like in real life. 
Yeah, so to give you this title, so now whenever you die, you get a predetermined number of experience points and money back whenever you die. Mm. So okay. uh, it's it's a little weird, and there's a lot of like dungeons that you de have nothing in them. So you what can do you mean? Like a... you get to the end of the dungeon, and it's just like, hey, good job. There's oh, there's no treasure chest or anything. Like thanks for coming, but kind of yeah. Like okay. I just kind of went in for experience and stuff. There's there's one dungeon that has an item that's supposed to like double your attack power, but because of a glitch, it actually halves your attack power. That sounds terrible. Like yeah. And in no way is that like no. If you elect to have this handicap, you get like. Wait, is that actually a glitch, or is it just like a poison mushroom? That's actually that's glitch. actually a glitch. It like the game oh, says God. this is supposed to double your attack power, but they fucked up. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it, but it was a little frustrating because like they, it's one of those games that has like the bad enemy placement. Like you walk in a door and you are immediately hit if you don't like hit the jump button before it fades in. So you know you have to know that something's there, like just processing. You know. Yeah. Repetitive. Yeah. That's... And, and it's like you open a door with a key, and then if you die in that room, you have to open that door again with another key, but the key you used is gone. Which sucks because some of the keys are like dungeon items, so you have to go to another dungeon to get that key and then go back. <laughs> and it uses passwords that are like up to 60 characters long. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's what that note part of the instruction manual is for. Yeah, and like some of the characters look like other characters, so like the N and H look the same, O and Zero look the same. Uh, I more than once screwed up my password. Uh, I'm just looking at the old box art. It's I don't know why, but it has this like little slogan: Dra "Daggers and wing boots, mantras and monsters await you." I'm just like okay, that's what I want. Words to live by. Yeah, it's just there's like a little crest, and it says "Faxanadu." Okay, so you you were playing. What is this for? NES. Uh, NES. Okay. Hudson. How early in this career, their career was this? Is this like one of their first things ever? Or? Uh, I I think it's like it's apparently like, it's Hudson, but like Falcom are the guys who made it, and Falcom's best known for the YS series, the E's. Okay. So I feel like this predates E's. Um, and E's is a much better series, so I think they learned their lessons. Are they still energy. making games, or are they done? Uh, an E's game came out like two months ago okay on the Vita oh man it looks like they'd already made like Bomberman and all sorts of stuff Load Runner so never mind I'm just Dude. dropping shit now after I pulled out that ease game video game references video oh, game references oh 1987 they also made a Mickey Mouse game that year so cool okay is that Mickey Mouse capade uh, it just says Mickey Mouse okay never mind anyway okay so Faxanadu you finished it though despite having weird losing experience and all that yeah. It, so, it was it was all right, just a, like a couple of things that remind you it's a very old game. And then on top of that, I played The Goonies 2. Yeah, this for is the, the one NES. I was most curious about. So, was this also on NES? Is this Yep. Okay. Does it have that rad song from the Goonies movie? What the We're the Goonies, yeah, 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 or whatever. Uh, good enough. Where, the for the me. Goonies yeah. The Goonies theme song is like a chiptune version, a song in that game. Okay. Awesome. Or a variant of it. That's all I need. But how how is the core gameplay? What what do you do in the Goonies 2? Is it just like, is this like moments after the Goonies movie ends that picks up and this is a sequel? Uh, I think the villains of the main... Uh, keep in mind, I have not seen the Goonies. I've only seen... <laughs> what? Why does everyone give me shit for this? I mean, it's not hey. like uh, you need to see this movie. It's just like you were of the generation where I just assumed it would have happened by now. Like it just hey, would have been hey, on. I I haven't seen Goonies. That's fair. 
I guess. Like again, Why it's is that not fair like for him? you don't need to see it. But I just thought that would have happened. Like you're just like sitting somewhere. It's like it, oh, I went to a birthday party and someone turned on the Goonies. Like I, no. I just thought that would have happened by now. Never happened. When I when I went to a birthday party, it was like Suburban Commando or Jurassic Park or Ninja Turtles that was on. Okay. And I only I lived in an area where we only had two TV channels, so it was never on TV. Okay. I, I so, mean, like. Sorry to jump jump on you like that. It's no, it's like, just funny because like I I had the same conversation with a friend yesterday. Just like, wait, you've never seen the Goonies? What's your daughter's yeah, the Goonies? And, what are you talking about? And then, then I was like, two TV channels. Like, oh, okay. It's like, do you I know about like yeah. Indiana Jones? Have you seen those or anything? Yeah, I love Indiana Jones. Okay. I just it's like right in that same kind of ballpark, but but yeah, no, but those were those were on the channels I had. Okay, I watched. I watched. Yeah, he had the Indiana Jones channel. He didn't have the Goonies channel. Exactly. Like, give him a break, Sean. Jeez. Okay. <clears throat> Um. All right. So, what happens? I guess I, I'll I'll figure out if this is a sequel to the movie. Is there a treasure? <laughs> is there a treasure filled ship that already is sailing out to sea? People on Skype are now giving me shit about not seeing the Goonies. God damn it! People. Okay. Uh, it takes place uh, after the movie. Okay. Not directly, but like it. The the main the main villain from the movie is back in like cutscenes only. I'm trying to think who that would be, like those the, that wacky the family of the Fratellis, yeah, like Joe Pantoliano and like Robert Davy. Okay, so yeah, like there's a bunch of like mobster kids or mobsters trying to get rid of the kids. Like uh, six of the Goonies have been kidnapped, along with a ki- person named Annie. So you're trying to save Annie. Okay, okay. Uh, so the you're, mermaid. I believe, Mikey. You're you're the Goonie named Mikey, and you have to go around with your yo-yo trying to save everyone in like a Metroid. I guess in this point, yeah, a Metroid style game. Okay. You have a, a, a grid-based map, and you're supposed to go around finding all these items, going in the rooms, searching for, like, in an adventure-style area, trying to find hidden doors and all this other stuff. Hmm. It's it's kind of cool. Uh, it sucks that if you get game over, like, you continue from where you were, but you lose all your, like, keys and all your, like, numerical items. So, like, if you had, let's say, ten bombs, you're back down to zero. But you've still got your yo-yo or your boomerang. Okay, I'm just reading. What rings. else do you need? Like exactly, just say like, boomerangs. Like that's that's the best. I mean, I I mostly played the Goonies like Atari game, like the port of that first game. So I don't know if this is in any way similar at all. Like, it was pretty linear stuff. Goonies Goonies one, I I believe was like on a, a computer system. Yeah, and was kind of similar ish. Okay, but this is more of like I call this more of an adventure game. Okay. Because you like. Well, I thought you'll, you said it was a Metroidvania game. It is a Metroid style game, Metroidvania style game, but at the same time, like it, it's so super non-linear and like you go in one door and you'll end up on the other side of the map suddenly. Huh. So like Pac-Man. Yes. Exactly. Anything like Pac-Man, but okay. This <laughs> <laughs> is kind of like Pac-Man. Old, what are you talking about? In Pac-Man, track. you go off the right side, you come in on the left side. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I see what you're saying. Because it exists on a sphere. But it's like a single screen. You just don't know it. Screen. Okay. Cool. I don't know. Goonies was an alright game. It was just like super convoluted how you had to figure out certain things. So you're using a game guide for some of this stuff? Yeah, this one I definitely had to. Okay. Because it's like, okay, you've got to go in this one room and you've got to knock on the wall with your fist. That way you get an item that will let you find the next Goonie. Maybe God, you're using a game just, guide because you haven't God, seen the movie, and if you've seen the movie, you'd that. know where everything is. Whereas I'm trying to think, like, is there a scene in the movie where someone knocks on a wall? So it's like, oh, obviously, if you've seen the Goonies, like, this is the part in the movie. 
where he hits the wall and finds a secret it, thing. And it's like, no. it's not related to Goonies the movie at all. I'm now I'm wondering if there's any like licensed games where it's like if you know like the movie or the show, you'll it'll that'll actually help you progress from like a platforming standpoint. Uh, the something. Great Gatsby game. <laughs> what? There's a Great Gatsby game? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know about this? No. It's like a, it's like a flash game that's turned into like an NES game of The Great Gatsby. You run around like throwing your hat as a weapon. Yeah, the final boss is the great the giant glasses from the cover of the book. <laughs> yeah, what? and you're like you're fighting like in front of the lighthouse. The ultimate realization Doctor Eckelberg's glasses. Amazing. From the from the billboard. Is it glass? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah the yeah. eyes that are yeah watching. Yeah. Over. Okay, no, no, I'm no I know them. They're, that's a theme in the book. That's insane. Yeah. Go go look up Great Gatsby game when you're done. It's, nice to it's see you, old sport. And it's he's like throwing his hat. <laughs> Take that literature, <laughs> amazing. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Video games for the week. That's that's all yep. we've we've that's done, it. right? That's it. Okay. Let's move on to news. News. There's so much news now. I, I thought. Okay. We let's just let's news. just. All right. Here's the big thing. Facebook bought Oculus. What? what? Oh what? my god. Are you serious? <gasps> Video Holy games shit. are over. V- yeah. Kickstarter lied. That's this is the worst. Much everyone's reaction. That, I know the reaction was kind of interesting of just like what what do you expect from like Kickstarter businesses are they supposed to stay indie forever like are they supposed to well here's the thing okay how do you guys feel about it like are you on the thing of like now I hate Oculus I've given up hope on life no but I mean the only thing is like I always kind of want a new player to enter the scene and become the next big thing not get bought by the big thing so I was kind of hoping they would like I don't know. Like just with I guess with Carmack and stuff, I thought they were kind of we have a super team of people making the next crazy thing and they're going to make it the thing themselves. And now they have all that Facebook money. So, it's, Yeah, I I think that's the thing is like the need for the proper capital. Yeah, to make it like actually I think a, what people are super worried about though is it's now it's like but this was supposed to be video games and every and it's cool to hate Facebook. And like and now Facebook's going to make it like not video there, games. There is some like generalize actually like justifiable hate for facebook mm-hmm. so i can see why people some people are upset about it the overall reaction is way overblown but i think it could do a lot of good because now they've got all that capital all like the facebook power and personnel and like the ability to work on it so yeah i th- i think if anything oculus will just suddenly start taking huge strides forward because of this it just sucks because it's weird of all companies that Facebook. I saw this. I just, buy. I'm just slapping to myself because I just remembered this comic I saw on Twitter. Okay. And it's Justin Timberlake from the Social Network. <laughs> yeah. First panel, he's saying a million dollars is not cool. You know what is cool? And then second panel, he's just wearing the <laughs> Oculus Rift. <laughs> yeah. I saw the exact same thing going around. Um, I don't know. It's like. I wasn't a Kickstarter backer or anything. I've been kind of generally like, man, yeah, that's a cool thing. I can't wait for that. But it's it's maybe just a little. Like, I mean, like, Notch's reaction right after was just like, all right, we're done. Like, Minecraft's not going to happen. Like, this is gross. I'm creeped out. So, I mean, it's already kind of starting to affect developers a lot. Like, I don't know how keen some smaller developers are going to be to kind of sign on now, but... Yeah, it's it's I don't know. There's been a lot of good kind of summations of the reaction and whatnot. Like I read Patrick Klepik's piece on Giant Bomb. It was just kind of going down, kind of like, well, yeah, just kind of going through a timeline of kind of people reacting and like what 
what do you expect? Like, you know, the naivety of expecting companies to stay small and stay independent forever, even when like that much money's on the table. So yeah, I guess did the specifics matter? It was four hundred million dollars and then one point six billion in stocks. So oh, I, I had just heard two billion. Yeah, dollars, if, so. if yeah, that. that's the overall like value of it, but it was just like. Which Nathan didn't said. they just spend like fourteen billion on WhatsApp? Or, yeah, yeah, like, they've wow. been acquiring a lot of strange things. Like, and then you know they did Instagram a couple years ago. That one made 1 more billion. sense, but yeah, it's it, Facebook's just buying stuff, and I guess they're looking at this as like a long term investment, like five, ten years from now, maybe it'll pay off. And wearable technology is the new thing, and all that. Um, did we do, did we talk about like Morpheus last week, like the Sony thing? We did. Um, yeah. Did we? Yeah, because GDC was happening, and we All and right. we we talked about it. So, like, do you think in any way this is kind of like, hey, sell out now because there's competition in the VR marketplace now? Like, we might not actually be the next big thing. Like, it actually just makes sense from a business perspective for Oculus to get maybe. what they can now before it's maybe because because if, if you like because Sony has everything to back them them up, right? They have all that money and like. Oculus had been kind of, I don't want to say dragging their feet, but, you know, we've heard of Oculus for years it's, now. Yeah, it's, it's a, weird how long we've been thing. seeing, like... And then right. Sony just, I, you know, I'm sure Sony's been working on it for a while, but they just, like, come out of the water, and it's like, oh, hey, we're already a high resolution, boom. Yeah, so maybe this, like, totally makes sense for that team to kind of be like, hey, like, we got this name buzz right now, and we're having a lot of trouble making this a consumer product, so, yes, we will accept this offer for sure. I don't know. I think one good thing about it is... I think VR has the ability to definitely be just beyond games. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Facebook can definitely help make that happen. Mm-hmm. That, like, you know, you're maybe, saying kind of augmented Sony reality wouldn't. kind of maps. It just, maps. In, yeah, in like non-media senses or whatever, right? Which, you know, Sony probably wouldn't look for because they're just, the, you know, they're probably focusing on movies and games. Yeah. I'm just, you know, spitballing here. Whereas Facebook is kind of it's well but they deal in social like that's you know that's everything right yeah they deal in life kind of no, okay like, so I, I could see facebook making the oculus like more than what it currently was as just a gaming peripheral mm-hmm. right like and i guess you know worst case scenario the oculus never becomes a gaming peripheral well we now we have now we have morpheus like who really cares what you're strapping to your face as long as it's working and it's virtual reality sure it seems I, to i like, don't I know some people are also upset because of like backing the Kickstarter. They probably feel like they got gypped of like backing a really good idea that could make them lots of money. Right. Because they like now that the Kickstarter is done, they have and they got their products. They have no real need. Oculus has no real need to ever do anything with those guys ever again. So well, I know the, like a the bunch thing of people... I was hearing with that in the weird like double standard was people were getting upset of like, well, I backed this thing and I gave them my money and then they just sold out. Like, I didn't back a product for them to just get bought out by someone else. Yeah. And then the the argument against that was, you guys obviously don't understand how Kickstarter works. Like, it's we're just trying to get the product, like, off the ground. Yeah. It's not like, you're, you're not a shareholder at that point in any capacity. Yeah, yeah exactly. Actually, yeah, the, the Giant Bomb article does kind of look into some of the word use there. Like, you're basically just donating money. Like it's not. I, yeah, I, that's yeah. In any I find way it weird though. People are, are asking for their money back. Like, how long ago did that Oculus like Kickstarter end? At least a year. Oh, it's easily it's like almost. Years. It's got to be over two years ago. It's yeah, but people are like de- actively demanding their money back. It's like, why? You've got what you were like promised to get. Yeah, exactly. You got a dev like, kit of this thing. So, 
it's yeah kind of kind of like it's a weird sense of entitlement that it's like you know you clearly are misunderstanding what kickstarter is kickstarter is not a store Mm -hmm. you do not like right like so i guess maybe like part of that is supposed to be like it's supposed to feel grassroots and small and underground like it's like this couldn't even exist if it didn't have our like two million dollars but then when you start hearing like well now the big boys are interested in billions of dollars you're just kind of like oh this was supposed to be a little thing like we were supposed to change the world i'm sure that's the big thing and specifically because it's facebook is now making it not a little thing yeah is it's just kind of amplifying that that feeling big players so yeah that's obviously the kind of biggest story that came out last week that shook the world but uh there's been smaller you know video game stuff well last thing yeah right oh last just not honestly if you you know if you still love virtual reality Mm -hmm. and you want it to remain you want to be part of a small community not a ton of people are playing with their virtual boys you could get in on that get the original yeah yeah start playing uh find a forum that still gets updated i'm sure there's at least one with virtual boy enthusiasts they're probably out there and get your mario tennis on it's a yeah. Form. Red and black. Yep. And hey, there's a horror movie called Oculus coming out soon. What does this mean for its box office potential? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the I don't know. It's going up against Rio 2. Oculus Rifts. Oculus Rifts. Okay. Ubisoft. All right. All right. So last week we were like, hey, leaked images and stuff of the new Assassin's Creed coming out. Like and Paris, then Ubisoft maybe? was like, okay, well. Everyone found out about it. We were probably going to wait till E3, but yeah, Assassin's Creed Unity is the thing. And then they showed like a teaser trailer of kind of just the environment of Paris, um, which I took from that. uh, We're back to really tall buildings. Okay. Following this alpha game footage. Yeah, big old cathedrals Um, and palaces. And then they also announced Assassin's... So, Assassin's Creed Unity, that's the one coming to current-gen consoles. Mm -hmm. Uh, Assassin's Creed Comet, they also announced, which is the one coming to past-gen consoles. Uh, So, like, 360 and whatnot. Yeah. Which, that one, we we seem to, like, actually know some facts about. I just kind of briefly uh, skimmed the article. It's going to take place in 1758, around there. Uh, You're a sailor named Shay, which continues the nautical theme. Uh, from Black Flag. Okay. So th- it seems like this is how they continue making pirate games. And, is uh, and is you... this the one that's supposed to have you play as a Templar? Yeah, that's the title of this Kotaku story. Okay. Assassin's Creed uh, Comet. Well, you it's... play as a Templar. Right, yeah. and you'll it kind of it's apparently going to be like a cross between three and Freedom Cry, which was the DLC from four, and you're going to see characters from those two uh, show up in here and stuff. So. Okay. Uh, so, you know, uh, Assassin's Creed is no longer annualized. It's two games a year now, it seems. Great. Yeah. But one's awesome. more pirate themed, so it's kind of different. So if you like How pirates, much you want to bet this one coming to past gen consoles makes its way onto current gen consoles? What? There was apparently an image floating around that seemed to indicate that. Um, I'm okay. actually going to shoehorn would... one of my news stories right after this one, then, because we're talking about Assassin's Creed. Um, All right, do it. If you're like me and you're just like, I don't care about Assassin's Creed. If only this was more Lord of the Rings themed, I would feel super good about everything. Uh, Monolith, creators of Condemned and Condemned 2, some of my favorite bludgeoning games ever made. Uh, They're making a game called Shadow of Mordor that I just found out about this week. (laughs) And you guys might totally know about it, bored, whatever. 
I watched some footage and it basically looks like Assassin's Creed, but you're playing as like a ranger with wraith powers and you're fighting dudes. Oh, there was a uh, a Penny Arcade article about this. Yeah, or, there was a comic article, about comic. it. And I was like, yeah. oh, what is this? Like, I, I know you're making fun of it right now because you're like, oh, they just jacked Assassin's Creed. But I actually like Lord of the Rings. What's going on? And then it's like, oh, okay, he's like fighting orcs and stuff. And I don't know. It looked uh, kind of cool. Maybe a bit of that Arkham combat too. He's juggling a bunch of different stuff. Fear. Oh, great! We need more games with we that. Need, combat. Yeah, we need way more games with that kind of combo-driven stuff. I don't know. Monolith. That was the main thing that made me want to mention it because those guys have made cool games in the past. So hopefully that'll be a thing that is worth talking about eventually. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like Assassin's Creed, but Tolkien. So finally. Um. And yeah, I, I guess I also added this new story. You guys remember Leland Yee? Do you remember that dude? Yep. Ish. Sort of? Okay. I guess his big video game-centric thing was in 2005. Um, he was kind of proposing a bill that would kind of change video game ratings and all that stuff. He w- He's not a fan of violent video games. been an outspoken <laughs> critic about all that stuff for a long time. Uh, that dude's been implicated in, like, uh, gun trafficking conspiracy. Um, <laughs> and he may be forced out of office because of it. And video game enthusiasts everywhere are kind of just really pointing out all this irony and hypocrisy and all this great stuff it's kind of awesome. like dude in it like you know hates video game violence kind of getting some kickbacks from real world violence amazing so i just thought that was uh worth a mention as yeah like wow what a great turnaround i don't know <laughs> good stuff um oh this next one's mine too uh ollie ollie you guys played that one yet on the vitas you got the nope not yet it's coming to pc right it is. It's coming all sorts of stuff. PS3, PS4, uh, Linux, Mac, PC. So Man, what game isn't coming to PS3, PS4, and Vita these days? Sheesh. I know, but I mean, it's just weird because you guys have Vitas, so you could have been playing it right now. But, I could have. Yeah. All right. Um, the developer of that game, Roll7, uh, started talking about their next game called Not a Hero, which uh, is an isometric action game. Uh, Polygon, I read their kind of summary of it, and it sounds kind of cool. Like, I hope it... Like, they're talking about mantling over stuff and running and different kind of, like, motion. That sounds like things a hero would do. Yeah, but I I guess the character is a pretty seedy dude. It's just like, we need someone to kill these guys. We're going to hire this guy. So you're you're kind of an anti-hero, I guess, maybe. You're kind of a bad guy. Um, But, I mean, I really liked the sense of just kind of speed and kind of fluid motion and also just how quickly you could restart in Ollie Ollie. So I'm wondering if they'll kind of apply some of that snappy fast-paced business to shooting stuff which uh could be cool so yeah devolver is looking to publish that relatively soon that's it for my little news diversion so sorry for hijacking. all right uh the ftl update is next week what, what's in that one nice so first off it's the uh ipad version for 10 bucks oh wow okay and it's all the extra stuff coming to that is a free update on the pc version I want to say April 3rd is the date I recall. Um, yeah, that's what it says here. April 3rd, yeah. So there's new weapons, new bots, new ships, tons of different, tons of new stuff. And if you have it on PC, which if you're someone who knows what the Humble Bundle is, you most likely have that game now because <laughs> it's all over the place. Um, that's free. And then you can also get it on your iPad now if you want. So I'm excited. I'm going to play some of that next week. Woo. FTL's great. <clears throat> I think there's new music as well coming. So that's cool. 
Uh, and then the last news story I have is they announced the list of the Game Boy Advance games that are coming to Wii U, as well as their release dates. Uh, so we can just run through these. Um, April 3rd, uh, Advance Wars, which I'm glad I just bought that cart after wanting to play that for <laughs> the longest time. Yeah. Uh, Mario & Luigi Superstar Sega. And by the way, uh, both of those were 8 bucks, uh, and Metroid Fusion, also 8 bucks. Which, That's Nathan, you were I'm excited about like... that. It's just like kind of perfect timing because I've been thinking about playing Metroid Fusion again. And it's like, hey, big screen. And also, I can do something with my Wii U. Haven't done that in a while. So, but yeah. Uh, sorry, next lineup of games Kirby and the Yeah, Amazing so Mirror. the following week, April 10th, we got Kirby and the Amazing Mirror for seven bucks. WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games for I don't know how much. Yeah, weird. That's the only one that does not have a price next to it. It's just like, yeah. no. How much is it? Maybe they just forgot to do it. Ten? Maybe. Twenty? I mean, it's Infinity really Infinity billion dollars. I mean, there's a dollar sign in the title, so, you know, Wario wants that. That money. clearly means they get to pay more money for it. Yeah, That's I how that so. works. Wario needs his cut. Okay. Uh, April Super 17th is Super Mario Bros. 3 for the Wii U and 3DS. Have they Ooh, said which, which is... version it is, though? Is it the GBA no, one or is it I... the NES one? The I'm assuming it's the GBA on one. Taku. These are all GBA games is the old one, but that might just be them. Who knows what it actually is. Mm. And that's five bucks. F-Zero maximum velocity is seven bucks. And Golden Sun, woo, that game rocks, is eight bucks. What is I feel like if it's, a, if it's only five bucks, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the NES version, because that's usually the price for the NES games on Virtual Console. Oh. I'm. Why is that one coming to 3DS and the others aren't? Uh, because NES is on Virtual Console on 3DS, but not GBA. Oh, maybe. But the but all of these are GBA games, so maybe it is the GBA version. I'm just excited that Advance Wars is actually getting some more love again. Uh, and then April 24th is Yoshi's Island Super Mario Advance 3. Mm-hmm. So yeah, these <laughs> the better version than Yoshi's New Island for eight bucks. Yeah. Like so that's that's my recommendation. Don't buy Yoshi's New you, Island. Or and the question I it. had is, are they going to be playable on the TV, or do you think it's going to be like restricted to the Wii, like the gamepad? I'm not sure because like that, if you blow that up, it's going to look kind of like garbage. But <laughs> right, the but Game Boy player plays right, it on a TV. They've done that tons of times. But I could just like the fact that these aren't coming to the 3DS for whatever weird reason. I could see them also making a weird decision and just saying only on your the screen, small screen. It is it is incredibly weird that the GBA is coming to the Wii U but not the 3DS. Yeah, this portable game system now available for the home console instead of the new portable console. Which, yeah, missed opportunities abound. What is maximum velocity? Is that the first? GBA That's the one? yeah. That was the first GBA one that came out as a launch title. Oh, so okay. it plays a lot like the uh, Super Nintendo one. Okay. And um, just before we get into questions, I wanted to bring this question up that we got from somebody. Uh, just because it relates, uh, Matt wrote in saying, um, "You know, since the GBA Virtual Console is starting, what games would you like to see on it? So, what's your GBA games, guys? Those Castlevania ones, Castlevania, easily, pretty sweet. Well, that's I would have been saying Golden Sun, and they got that. So what um, about the second Golden Sun? Isn't that supposed to be good too? Yeah, they could do that too. Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy the first one's there, is at least. Like is they'll least? finally bring Rhythm Tengoku to this territory via Virtual Console for the Wii U. It's kind of like Earthbound." Like how it showed first. It would that. That would be pretty good. I'd be into that. Uh, I'm trying to think of all my favorite GBA games. They could do some of the Fire Emblems. I mean, yeah. just keep going with Metroid. Zero Mission was really, really good too. So that'd be cool. Minish Cap. 
It's really good. They already released that on 3DS for, or on for the ambassador, 3DS. Yeah. yeah, like I, it's on the ambassador 3DS. Really, just put the ambassador games on. <laughs> yeah. The Wii U. Well, I mean, my, Mega Micro. No, because I need to be special. Okay, I bought that thing on launch. Well, I mean, what we've already got like Yoshi's Island coming there. I think. Well, I'm sure Fire Emblem at some point will be there too. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Yeah, because the second, the second. Actually, now that I think about it, there was the second Fire Emblem. GBA one, it was an ambassador one. Yeah, Sacred Stones. Uh, the yeah. ambassador games were Sacred Stones, Marvel vs. Donkey Kong, uh, Yoshi's Island, Metroid Fusion, Wario Land 4, Mario Kart Super Circuit, Curbing the Amazing Mirror, which I think is on that list. It is. Uh, Minish Cap, WarioWare, and F-Zero Maximum Velocity. Half the, half the ambassador games. Yeah, so finally they will be available for purchase on the Wii U. On a different console. So you're saying, yeah, it's like the work's already been done. They exist. They just don't yeah. hit that button for some reason. That is that is really weird. What a weird thing. It's like, hey, I'll give you money. Do you want, you don't want my, okay. Never mind. I'll like really, the one myself. that can never exist anywhere else is Twisted, which was awesome. WarioWare Twisted? Wait, it could... are you forgetting Kirby's Tilt and Tumble? That didn't get ported around either, did it? Are you guys both forgetting that both the 3DS and the Wii U have gyro controls? But, like, yeah. wouldn't that be some really challenging thing to port that functionality over? Like, It would require more work than porting, like, an emulator. Yes. Yeah. So that just seems like something they might not be inclined to do. But they should. Because, yeah, you're right. if I was t- twisting around the gamepad, that would be pretty awesome. Playing this, like, decade-old GBA game. But I would enjoy it. Just like it was brand new. Once again, it's awesome. So I don't, I don't know other stuff. Like I'm just thinking of like Final Fantasy ports and whatever. Like that's not. Yeah, essential. I don't have a ton of like super lovable GBA games. Like DS games, I have a ton of like weird stuff I'm way into. It's been a while since I've looked at my GBA collection. Yeah, it's really Castlevania and Metroid stuff was my big jam. <coughs> GBA and Zelda. So. Those are the ones that we need. So I don't know. If I'm surprised going. they haven't done Pokemon. Like, what are you doing? Just yeah, like the, money. If you did that, like, like the old carts being stupid expensive, like in kind of you know garage sales and like secondhand market doesn't help them. I'm at assuming all. it's because maybe like that game's all about trading with your friends, and it might get hard at that point. But the internet exists, so it's doable. Yeah, but it's Nintendo. But still, like. Yeah, even if you release that without like the trading aspect, like if they just took it out, it would still sell like hotcakes. Yeah, Pokemon. They could charge a little bit more for it, even if they wanted to. Just be like, it's ten bucks for Pokemon because you'll pay it. It's twenty bucks. Yeah, whatever. One hundred dollars for Pokemon. Hundred dollars. Ah, maybe not at that point, but yeah. Other questions? There's a whole bunch. It looks like. Do you want to? That's question time. Questions for everybody? I think it's time for emails. Yeah, that's, that's it. Um, Andrew. There's the signal. Uh, I guess we, we brought up Fire Emblem a couple times. Uh, is it reasonable to compare Fire Emblem with XCOM in terms of how to play the game? Like, besides the difference in weapons and such, are they similar games? How, how would you compare XCOM to Fire Emblem? I mean, they're both strategy RPGs. They're, I understand they're both tactics. I didn't play XCOM. John did. I did, yeah. yeah I played the new um, one. There, oh, well, did you? Okay. I, I, there's more options in a way in XCOM. Like you're shooting through walls and stuff. Like there's like you get you got to worry about cover where you put your units. Um, there's no pairing up like in the newer Fire Emblem, but I mean like it is a, essentially a grid based I mean, strategy game with minimum units that if your units die, they are dead permanently. The, the characters are less. 
defined in XCOM. Like they're kind of just a named unit that gets yeah. better, but they don't have like written dialogue and like backstory and stuff really. Basically, imagine if you're if every character in XCOM, at least like your units, was basically your avatar in Fire Emblem Awakening. Mm. So you could customize them to be whatever you want out of the limitations they give you. Yeah. And they wouldn't really give you much plot. Like there's actual like plot element characters at your main base where you can customize your base and how you grow and help save the world, but it's less story focused. It's more uh, I feel like if it's just a tactics game though, the gameplay is pretty similar. You have a grid, you can only move them a certain length of distance. Mm-hmm. Like you get special bonuses <laughs> for attacking from certain angles. Like I think I think almost all tactics game are are pretty similar and mm-hmm. into the, and then you get into stuff like uh, like the one example I was thinking of was like Skulls of the Shogun where they really try to change it where it's kind of not really a tactics game anymore and it's just kind of weird and slow now. Mm. Yeah, I I would say like Fire Emblem is a good uh like starting step to go to st- heavier stuff like XCOM. Okay. Um yeah, f- fair enough. Um there's another question from a different Andrew. There's a set of questions. Uh, question one. Over the last week, I've come into possession of a PS3, N64, and NES with a lot of games and controllers, which are listed at the bottom of this email. So That's I, my random qu- three systems to get. Yeah. Uh, my question is, are there any good console exclusives that aren't now available on PC or Steam or anything? Or just any weird, strange games for those systems specifically that you'd recommend? So he has a list of all the stuff he already has. Um, which he also mentioned oh, he got all that for $100 and that's an incredible deal that yeah, like, is a really good deal what's for with the bucks. PS3 being thrown in there at that point like that's kind of nuts but the, yeah the PS3 alone is worth that price yep um, it's it's worth like twice the price of 100 bucks. isn't like I think isn't the 4 gig PS3 like 100 bucks? or is that 200 a, is there a 4 gig PS3 there's a 4 gig PS3 the new like slide top model and I forget if it's 100 or 200 I want to say it's got to be like 200 or at least 150 um, let me just see. Okay, so for PS3 specifically, I'm starting at the bottom just because it's a shorter list. Uh, Condemned 2 Bloodshot. It's a great game. Monolith. Oh, you're saying these are the things he got. These are the things yep. he has. Devil May Cry 4, Heavy Rain, Battlefield 3, Black Ops, Motorstorm, Sport Champions, Time Crisis, Ghost Recon 2, and, like, move and stuff. So, I guess stuff you're missing, like, it's a console exclusive, Red Dead Redemption. Like, it never came The to Uncharted PC. series. How was that not your first one? The, the Uncharted series, Red Valkyria Dead's Chronicles... Uh, most of the ta- like, there's a bunch of tales of games right yeah the infamous games um, if you loved heavy rain you can l- check out beyond but uh the ratchet and clank series is all on there the entire series i wonder how do you think those are honestly hold up like worth i don't know what ratchet and clank yeah i don't know i just wasn't that into the the next gen one i played I oh come on god of war god i war i think 3? the ratchet and clank games hold up yeah, God no, of War 3. All, I don't know all the God of Wars are on PS3 because there's the, oh, the PSP yeah. ones in the first two because the HD collections. And those are truly exclusive to that. Um, Eco but, and Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, a lot of people like Last of Us. I don't know if you heard about that game. Oh, yeah. I don't. How did we not think of that? Last of Us is real good. I mean, we brought up so other There's a whole bunch for PS3. Um, yeah, those are some main PS3 business. Uh, okay, where's N64 Star? Okay, Ocarina of Time. That's a good one to get. Uh, Goldeneye, Quake 2, Perfect Dark, Spider-Man. Actually, pretty sweet game. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Star Wars Rogue Squadron, Star Wars Shadow of the Empire does not hold up as well as uh, yeah, we did podcast on that over at um, Retro Kill Screen. Duke Nukem 64, Duke Nukem Zero Hour, In the Zone 2000. What is that? Wow. Baseball. 
Okay. So obviously okay. Snowboard Kids, number one. You gotta pick that up. Snowboard Kids is gonna be hard to find though, it's an Atlas game. Yeah, I'm just told it's awesome. I haven't actually really played it. I I pl- I rented that game back in the day. Is it dope? Is it is it pretty awesome? I enjoyed it. But okay, he's missing the Mario games. He's missing Smash Bros. Yeah. He's missing Mario Kart. I mean, you got Ocarina, yeah. but you don't got Majora's Mask, so real killer. <laughs> All I'm saying is Mario Kart 64 has Block Fort, which is the best multiplayer Mario Kart level ever made. I've been are, are, to... are we assuming that he has the expansion pack because he has Perfect Dark? One well, recording Force Pack. Yeah, I don't know if he has the expansion. He doesn't pack. have the expansion, but he if he can play the single player in Perfect Dark, he has the expansion pack. Oh, that's true. This is the best way if to play have, it. Yeah. Okay, so that's a good litmus test to see if you got what you need. Because at that point, you can say Donkey Kong sixty four, Banjo Kazooie, uh, although DK sixty four is only Conquer. Uses it. If you can find Conquer's it. Bad Fur Day. Although, I mean, these are all like well, I, I'm wondering how many of these games are really worth going back to. Like, I mean, I, I Shadows of the Empire. That's one that isn't. In fact, Shadows of the Empire does not hold up as well. I didn't even to. like Rogue Squadron then, so I'm also going to raise an eyebrow at I, that. I think Rogue Squadron's good. Okay. But it, it's difficult, but it's good. Uh, these Duke Nukem games, no idea how those. <laughs> if you like Duke Nukem, you'll like up. them. Duke yeah. Nukem 64 is just Duke Nukem 3D, and sure. Zero Hour is a third person shooter with time travel. I guess, yeah. I mean, like, we're, like I honestly feel Majora's Mask is an interesting thing that is exclusive to that platform and well nintendo platforms you can get it downloadable now in a various places um yeah like honestly n64 was kind of a weird period where a lot of stuff I, from that era i just don't feel holds up at all like it's just old 3d is so gross now Can't I don't know, some, some games hold up but like i'm having a hard time just like picking out off the top of my head games like, that truly I timeless like this is because he's got like some of the the standbys, like obviously Zelda, Perfect Dark, Goldeneye. Yeah, those are kind of the best loved games of that time period. So, and then there's ones that are like hard to come across now or like expensive, like Blast Core. I would recommend Beetle Adventure Racing. Pokemon Snap. It. Yeah, Pokemon Snap. Snap. But you can get it on Virtual <laughs> Console now too. How was Tetrisphere? Did you ever play that? I never played it, but everyone I know who has really liked it. Yeah, it's like, I heard that was a cool puzzle game, and I can't imagine a puzzle game would date that horribly, you know? Diddy Kong Racing? I enjoyed it at the time, but I I bet it, it I bet it's not that great, but... I don't know, I know people who still play Diddy Kong Racing. Okay, there's airplanes and hovercraft in it, so... It F-Zero X? Pretty cool for, uh, that kind of era. Um, Hybrid Heaven, if you can find that. Okay. Uh, NES, Super Mario Duck Hunt, he's got that, uh, Rocketeer, Untouchables, Frankenstein, The Monster Returns, Nightshade, Power Blade, Clash of Demon Head, Punisher, Mighty Final Fight, MiG-29, Russian Warfighter, Werewolf, The Last Warrior, Wrath of the Black Manta, Abadox, so awesome you have Abadox, Hydelide, and Vice Project Doom. So there you go. Vice Project Doom is a good one. I actually Abadox was the subject of like a kind of GameSpot community videos like nine years ago, but it's actually kind of an okay side-scrolling shooter thing. Um, you're missing a lot of classic NES games. So yeah, uh, Mario Brothers three. I don't know if you heard about that one. It's pretty sweet. Ninja Gaiden series, Ninja Turtles, Metal series, Gear, Metal Gear, and Snake's Revenge. I don't. I I 
pause on those. You should probably get Metal Gear Subsistence with the bonus MSX versions of the first games. That that is technically the better version. Like, keep in mind, Snake's Revenge is just a whole different game. Yeah, it's not even canon or anything. He's missing like basically all the first part of like Nintendo stuff. You know, your Zeldas, Zelda Two, yeah. Metroid. Uh, do you think Do you think Faxanadu worthy of a recommendation? Mm-hmm. That's a tough. Those are tough recommendations. Oh. Uh, there are better games out there, but so if you want like essential, in, interesting, like yeah, there aren't essential. But if you want interesting, like adventure games, like I'd say, consider both of those. Uh, Duck Ducktales. Yep. Now uh, the Dragon Warrior slash Quest series. If you're into RPGs. Well, again, like I, you know, the Mega Man's. All like all six. I guess he does open it up to any weird, strange games for these systems. So. Oh man, there's like if you're talking weird games and there's stuff like Bokasuka Wars. Okay. I don't even know what that is, but that sounds weird, and you should get it. Um, Bokasuka Wars. That's a glowing recommendation from Nathan. Yeah, based on no information other than the title. And, um, don't don't get Bokasuka Wars. Okay. Okay. All right, we got, let's, we gotta get to the next yeah, question. Yeah, that was a big big hefty question. Good purchase though. Uh, way to way to do that. That sounds like a crazy. Right, yeah, Logan that's a ridiculous in, deal. In all the games you guys have played, what's the funniest glitch you've ever pulled off or seen someone pull off? Um, I really enjoyed doing kind of like the Mario 64 glitch run of like going through walls and like jumping backwards up the infinite staircase and that kind of junk. Like that was fun to do. Um, so those are probably the that's like the one time I was like I heard about some cool glitches. I'm gonna go try to glitch out this game. Um, but if you're talking about like just weird like stuff that happened whilst playing like spasming out weirdness, uh, it's one time when I was playing the first Far Cry. It was basically ragdoll weirdness of like dude getting stuck in the wall and then kind of vibrating up the side of the wall upside down, just like rapid fire dangling, and it looked really weird. So that's when you showed PS4 or Xbox Share. Yeah. <laughs> but this was PC in like 2005, so it's like I'm gonna take a screenshot and then try to explain what happened. But, I didn't Photoshop this. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know glitch stories. You guys, any, got any? I don't think I have anything cool. I've never been super into the glitch stuff. I feel like I break games so often at this point that I kind of <laughs> lost track. It's like uh, one of my, one of my favorite ones that other people discovered that I learned how to do was in the first stage of Perfect Dark. You can fall through the entire stage and land in the exit, so you beat the stage in about ten seconds. <laughs> okay. How Great. Do you, I I guess I don't need to know how to pull it off, but cool. You ride on like some dude's head, and then you like stand up when you're in a doorway, and then, just and then you just fall through the stage, right to the exit. Awesome. Okay, and Sean, nothing. Yeah, let's uh, The only thing jumping in mind was like that I did a bunch was like the Misigno stuff, but in like the original Pokemon games. What What is that entail? Oh, missing that, no. God, is that like that's an exploit uh, kind of thing? Or? Yeah, well, you would you would talk to this one guy in a certain town, and then you would immediately fly to a different town. And if you surfed in the right spot, a glitch Pokemon that was named Misigno because it was like missing number or something like that would show up. Oh, okay. And then and then what it did is you could catch it, and whatever like item was in like your sixth slot would be duplicated like ninety nine times. Wow, weird. Yeah, but it would slowly corrupt your game if you were care- if you weren't careful. Stuff like that, yeah. Uh, someone in the chat reminded me of my favorite thing. They were talking about Halo 3. Halo 2 uh, had this awesome glitch where if you switch between like a rocket launcher or sniper rifle and the sword, you could fly across the entire map to stab someone in the face. 
So we came up with like this weird game where we were just like midair jousting in Halo 2. It was really fun. Mm. That is cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Dunsparce and Diglett. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have questioned thoughts on RuneScape as a game. Did you play? Did you buy the stupid membership? Just because uh, RuneScape it. Radio, our nemesis podcast, <laughs> obviously brought this on. Our rival? Yeah. Uh, I actually looked up, like, there are two RuneScape podcasts. There's a current one that's still totally active, but then there's RuneScape Radio, which, honestly, seven years <laughs> since the last episode. It's weird. Uh, I did I did play the original RuneScape. I did not get the membership. Um, I was trying I didn't to... play it. You never, you never, never checked played it? Never it. Okay. I, I just liked the broad level of stuff you could do. Like, honestly, my favorite times in that game was, like, cooking pizzas. Like, it was just, like, you could level up cooking skills. So I was just hanging out in this mill grinding flour and then making pizza and it was like so dumb and repetitive but it was like the perfect background game while you're listening to music or something like just yeah or yeah playing with friends and stuff java based games um next question does someone else want to pop on sure okay uh next one's from the juker uh what are your thoughts on the steam box and will you be getting one i don't know i think it's a cool idea uh i might depending on the price supposed to be kind of low cost right like the stream i already i already have a gaming pc i don't really need one that's the thing like we have a beefy pc that's just plugged right into the tv and we don't feel too self-conscious about just having a giant tower in the middle of the room so not even the middle of the room i just mean in the room so it doesn't really fit our needs but you know getting pc content on your television 100 percent in favor of that so if that this makes that easier for some people to do I get it as a thing, but yeah, I don't personally feel like I need one. Um, but yeah, good idea. Michael Jacobs. Michael J. Ja- yeah. Michael Jacobs writes in. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Disney buying Maker Studios? Oh yeah, that was another weird acquisition thing. They're the MakerBot mm-hmm. people. Is that? No, 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 no. It's no. not the same thing. Make- no, no, no. It's not the same thing. Maker St- Maker Studios, no. the company, the parent company I'm with. Oh. <clears throat> Oh, okay. YouTube business. Now I'm seeing. Yeah, YouTube business. So Maker YouTube. Maker Studios, who owns like Polaris, a couple other like why was Freddie Mercury Network, all in these... this lineup of dudes? What's going on? What? I'm, I'm looking at the Maker website right now, and I mean, there's like PewDiePie and everybody, and but Skrillex was there, and then I'm pretty sure Freddie Mercury ran past. I don't know why, because he's dead. Anyway, internet. <laughs> Freddie Mercury can't run content dead. makers. Sorry, I thought they were getting way into 3D printing. That's Maker Bot. Yeah. Totally different yeah. thing. How do you nice, feel about nice it? Seems that. to personally affect you more. Um, I I'm okay with it, honestly, as long as things don't change. I don't know if things will change. Disney. Now is, you got all that Disney money coming your yeah, way, son. I am technically now not an employee of Disney, but a a contractor for Disney. Can you get so discounts I technically do on work for Disney. To I don't think that's how that works. Yes, John, are you going to take us to Disneyland? No. Free frozen Blu-rays. No. Oh God, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> John, can you get them to make me into a Disney Infinity character? I'll make you a Disney princess. Uh, that I'll take it. <laughs> I guess, yeah, my thoughts on it were I didn't know what Maker Studios was. I, I was looking this up and trying to figure it out earlier this week, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, I, Dan in the chat brings up a good point. Where do we send in questions? Oh, yeah, there's a couple of different ways. We're all over the place today. Yeah, we're looking it's at... because it's a Saturday and not, not a Thursday. We're looking at a lot of Twitter ones right now. They're <laughs> at TDP Podcast um, on Twitter. Uh, there's a Facebook group, so just uh, the owners of Oculus, they, they have a social website. 
and uh, you can send questions there. Um, and then there's also top down. Just search for top down perspective on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, top down perspective at gmail.com. Yeah, that's the main old way of doing it. Um, do you prefer podcasts at the beginning of the week or the end of the week? Allison is wondering about that uh, on Twitter. Is where this is being asked. Beginning or end of the week? When do you prefer those to happen? Um, I don't have very many that happen at the beginning of the week because most people don't do podcasts on the weekends. It's true. We've kind of been putting them near the weekends for a little bit now, but um, mm. right, like we do the end of the week. Most people do end of the week. Mm-hmm. Well, then I, all the I stuff don't really is care happened, like it, and then you go into the weekend and not a lot of new stuff happens. Yeah, I, I usually don't care. Like worst comes to worst, I don't get to it. I'll just listen to it at the beginning of the week. But oh, in terms of yeah, like I I am rarely. I can't wait for the new one to come out so I can listen to it right now. Like, it usually just doesn't work out that way anymore. But, um, yeah. I guess, I don't know. Middle of the week, I guess, because I need them for work days for commutes nowadays. So that's why I want them for that purpose. Um, and yeah, sorry, I skipped uh, one of her questions. My favorite show, Space Dandy, is getting another season. What shows are you looking forward to that has another season coming? Any TV shows you guys are keenly awaiting? No, nope. I'm curious about the next True Detective season. Yeah, that's that's not going to be for a while, but yes, I I would watch that. Um, you guys aren't hyped on that Game of Thrones <laughs> new ones coming out? Not really. I'm behind on that. Winters. Apparently, you guys are way into South Park now. Nah, yeah. I mean, I there's like three seasons I haven't seen, so yeah, I'm, I'm I've got enough content on that front. Uh, the next one I'm super like I have to see this is Mad Men. I, the seventh season is coming up last season I think so that one uh, is definitely one uh, Hannibal is one that's on right now and I'm, the only reason I'm saying that is because I want it to be renewed for another season so people should watch it so that that will happen mm-hmm. um, but yeah Settle. Mad Men that's, that's really the one right now I'm, I'm not really watching TV right now so I got nothing okay um, oh third third Allison question hey guys I recently saw Muppets Most Wanted and it brought up a fun question who's your favorite Muppet mine is Gonzo Statler and Waldorf uh, mine are Statler and Waldorf too but which they're of the, the two is your favorite but the, well they're the same characters the same. yeah they might as well be like combined well it's like Ernie and Bert but you can't just be like you know well no it's Bert those two have distinct personalities. Okay. Statler and Waldorf are pretty much the same character. Just one is a mustache, and the other one's balding more-ish, sort of. But yeah. I'm glad you mentioned Statler and Waldorf, because I had like forgotten about those, but yes, they are my favorite Muppets. Oh, man. I, I originally always think of, like, I would say, like, Animal or, like, Swedish Chef. Like, no, Statler and Waldorf, easily. Okay. I I also like the uh, the scientist guy that always oh Beaker uh, and and Bunsen Bunsen honey yeah that always electrocutes or like blows up the be- I think it's Beaker yeah yeah Beaker always gets exploded I'm gonna say Fozzie Bear I like Fozzie Bear because in that first movie they go on a road trip you s- so sorry I'm so boring you seem like a guy that would like Fozzie Bear yeah <laughs> thanks is that is that meant to be an insult I don't think so no I'm just yeah just I'm like just uh, Stu like Baker's just... whatever that's all that means. Um, and now, who wants the last question, last one of the week? I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, GDB Podcast. What's one game over? What's one game over the years that you once had a lot of hype for, but ended up a huge disappointment once you played it? Duke Nukem Forever. This is from Devin. Yeah. Um. 
You were st- really you thought Duke Nukem Forever was gonna be good. I just wanted it to be released, honestly. And this on it, it this does I, say I, I was there from I was there day for. one for the hype train though. Yeah, yeah, you bought that collector's edition. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I I also had like the PC Gamer magazines when they were like first announcing the game. I'm trying to think if there was one I was super excited for that didn't work. I mean, there's there's the one I always say is uh, Yoshi's New Island. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it might be a contender. Uh, Brutal Legend was one for me where I was like super amped oh, right. about it. Yeah, yeah. And then it was just like, oh, I thought this was God of War, but heavy metal and double fine, but it's instead a real time strategy game. I don't like those. Like that was kind of just the thing. Like I don't. It might be a good one. It's just it's not my genre. And yeah. I, I felt there was a bit of a weird bait and switch there. Um, so yeah, that was that was one for me of this last generation. I'm trying to you know further back. Uh, Rogue Squadron, not. Nah, I, <laughs> I can't really. Treading on dangerous ground. One. What is there has to be something. I really want Professor Layton to be great. Five and six. I guess this current one. Yeah. But Ground Zeroes. I, no, I, it, I wasn't uh, bothered by Ground Zeroes. It's not huge, just but maybe like honest. Thinking of Metal Gear now, though, maybe a little bit Metal Gear Solid Four, maybe a little bit, just because mm. I was a little miffed by some of the story. Decisions. Twenty hours of cutscene. Oh, you know what? Maybe that um, not the most recent Need for Speed game, but the one before that that was supposed to be kind of most wanted, like Burnout Paradise. Yeah, most wanted, but they screwed up the multiplayer. Mm. Maybe that one. Okay. So Need for Speed stuff. Maybe Layton. Yoshi's New Island. Okay. Disappointing games, they still they still happen. Um, so there you go. Those, those are questions. Top Perspective, Gmail, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I guess YouTube, we don't mention that a lot, but there's a channel. There's yeah. like 60, we 70 people channel. watching right now. So some, pe- some people are watching this right now. Yeah, yeah you can. You people can. are watching it. Yeah, you could do that. Um, bunch of people someone are in like, the chat's asking, tips? John, are you streaming after this? Uh, yeah, I'm going to stream later tonight. Uh, I just don't know when it's going to be because i got to grab supper first before I start streaming because I want to have food in my stomach. Okay. <laughs> I want to survive. I want to live. Yeah. Funny how that works. Yeah. Okay, so... What's our games of the week? Games of the week. Uh, jo- who should go first? Yoshi's Yoshi. New yeah. South Park Stick of Truth. Okay. Oh. South Park Stick of Truth. I'm going to go with uh, Chrono Trigger. That is whoa, dude! It's been good choice. Awesome. Good choice. Like I've been, it, I'm gonna tons of nostalgia and all that stuff too. But yeah, just good old JRPG times, uh, fun stuff. Mine is a uh, Tropical Freeze. Okay, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. So there you go. Those are your games of the week yeah. for this Top Down Perspective, March 29th. Yep. Weird yep. Saturday edition. Yep. It's gonna throw off our uploading schedule. Oh no. Yep. We'll be back next week, guys. Bye. Bye. See you guys then.